Jessica Wilson, and you're listening to Dear Wayne State with Frankie and Kristen. All right. Hi, everybody. It's Hi, Kristen. Hi, Frankie. And today we have... Hi, I'm Amy Cooper. Yeah, Amy's our special guest today. Woohoo! So, Amy, tell everyone who you are, <laughs> what you do. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so my name's Amy Cooper. Uh, for work, I am the program coordinator for learning communities here at Wayne State. Uh, uh, I'm married. Uh, I live in Livonia. Let's see. I've worked at Wayne State for 17 years. Um, I started off as a secretary, well, and then that kind of morphed into this learning community job, which morphed into this learning community program that I love. Yeah. Um, and so I run the program. So we have 40 learning communities uh, with like 50 faculty and staff that each run the individual learning communities, 300 plus peer mentors who are upperclassmen who help um, our incoming students and like 9,000 students in our learning community program. So it's crazy because we started with nothing like 12 years ago. Wow. So yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. It's this huge program. Almost like so many, I don't know, colleges, organizations on campus are so involved with learning communities. Yeah. Um, Would you say, I was thinking about this earlier when we were like asking you to be on Mm -hmm. today. That there's a learning community for everyone on campus. That's the that's the goal. Okay. And that is the hope. So we have learning communities at kind of all different levels. We have specific learning communities that are really targeted for first semester incoming freshmen. Mm-hmm. But then we have learning communities tied to general education classes. So those would be open to anybody, mm-hmm. um, depending on what your interest is. And then we have learning communities for specific majors or programs. So, and then we have higher level learning communities for like, once you get into some of those higher level classes within your major that are maybe more challenging, um, or you need more support with, um, or in like professional schools like pharmacy and medicine now, um, and even some PhD level learning communities. Like it really runs the gamut now, which is cool. That is cool. So it's possible for students to be in more than one learning Absolutely. Community. And you could be in more than one at a time, but over your time at Wayne State, you could definitely be in more than one because... If you're, I don't know, a business major, you would take, you know, the intro to business and learning community and maybe live with the business students in the living learning community because we have those two. Um, But then maybe you want to take an anthropology class when you're a junior just Mm -hmm. because it's a gen ed and you need it Mm -hmm. and it sounds interesting. You could be in that one too, right? So yeah, you could be in multiple throughout your time at Wayne State because they're typically tied to a specific class. It's whenever you take the class. So for people who don't know what learning communities are, yeah, what is a learning community? What's the goal and the purpose <laughs> of like a learning community? So my spiel that I give at like orientations and stuff when I'm meeting new people is this, that learning communities at the heart of it are academic support and social activities that are tied to a class or a program. So they are embedded into a class. So I always use like some of our larger lecture classes as an example, Mm -hmm. like bio or um, even English, because everybody's got to take at least one of those when they're here, no matter what their major is. But because of that, those classes are really large. Like they can be anywhere from 50 people in a class to 400. Mm -hmm. So what the learning community does is it's part of the class. So they come into the classroom and as you're sitting there on the first day of class, they'll put you into small groups of like, 10 or 15 students, Mm -hmm. and then each small group gets paired up with a peer mentor 
who's an upperclassman in that major, took that specific class already, did well in it, knows the professor, knows how they are, right? And then, um, yeah, so then you're in that small group. So then you're kind of sitting with your group in class so that ideally the professor is using more active learning techniques throughout the class time so that you'll have time to talk to people in your group. Um, but if not, then maybe right after class or during a discussion section or whatever of the class, then you'd be with your small group and your peer mentor. And, um, and you know, they help you like get to know the people in your small group. It's way easier to meet people in a group of 10 or 15 than it is 400. And, yeah. and then the peer mentor has been here and done that. So they know that professor likes to give pop quizzes on Wednesdays. So yeah. let's get together before class or, Hey, the exam, you know, midterms coming up, let's get together and do some study sessions. Or, you know, I noticed you haven't been coming to class lately. Yeah. How's everything going? Do you need help are you how are you managing everything what you know is there any support I can provide um, whether that be personal or emotional or academic so they do that kind of stuff and then um, once a month all of our learning communities do really cool social and fun activities tied to the specific learning community and that's when they get really interesting because business is gonna do some cool stuff theater is gonna do some cool stuff very different than what bio is gonna do so they'll bring in guest speakers or they'll go on field trips or they all attend campus events together, or they'll do a service learning project, or they'll just do a chill out, like we all just need a break, and like let's all go to the Tigers game, because yeah, it's a beautiful day, and we'll buy the tickets, right? So yeah. the thing I tell people is learning communities are good for you, because students that participate in any of our learning communities do on average an entire letter grade better in the class, wow. because of that small group support and mm -hmm. that deeper connection, hopefully. Um, and it's free. There's no extra... Um, uh, tuition or credits or um, fees, all the learning community stuff is free. And it's fun. So mm -hmm. it's like a win win win. Yeah. So that's my little spiel. But yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so outside of like the learning, like, did you, there weren't learning communities when you were in undergrad? Were Not there? that I knew of. And okay. if they were, they were kind of, I mean, I went to Grand Valley State. So, right. um, and I was an art major. So, um, if there were learning communities, they were more living learning communities, like all the business majors live together, all the athletes live together, whatever. And then it just kind of organically happened. It wasn't mm -hmm. as structured. And we started them here at Wayne State because especially 12 years ago, half of our res halls didn't exist yet. Right. Um, so all of our students were commuting. So we were trying to figure out how to have that connection piece without that living component. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so trying to figure out what that meant. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't even know what they were. And when I came to Wayne State, they weren't here. Right. Um, my former boss, Howard Shapiro, came from our Iowa State where they'd had him for 35 years. And he and I just were like, we got to figure out how to do this. Yeah. So we consulted with Iowa State and, like, stole a bunch of their stuff with permission. They're our <laughs> new best friends. Um, and built the thing. Okay. Off my desk. Yeah, it was really kind of cool. That's cool. So do you wish... That is, like, leading into my second question. Yeah. Do you wish that there were learning communities when you were in undergrad? Or what is something you wish that you knew in undergrad? Like, knowing now, like, working in yeah. higher ed. Yeah. Knowing how the whole beast works. I, yes, I do wish they had been more formalized and that I'd been a part of one because I see the benefit now. Mm -hmm. But I was really also very lucky personally because... Mm -hmm. 
Um, my dad really pushed me to get involved when I was in college. Yeah. I was not the wild and crazy woohoo lady <laughs> as much as I am now. Um, yeah, I am the woohoo lady. Wait, yes. Anyway, uh, woohoo. Uh, but uh, I was more, I was going to a school where I didn't know anybody. I was sure. going across the state, far away from my family. It was before cell phones. It was before email. It was before yeah. any of the technology. Sure. Um, so my dad was worried that I was going to hate it and not make any friends. Mm -hmm. So he gave me like personal challenges every week. Like mm -hmm. I had to say hello to three people every day that I didn't know. And I had to meet. So I lived in the dorms and they were dorms back then. Yeah. Lived in the dorms, 45 women on a floor, shared one bathroom. Yeah. I had to meet three people every week and then report back to my dad who they were, where they were from, oh, if they had siblings, what their major was, mm -hmm. right? So I had to get to know them right? because I had a weekly phone call with my parents on Friday night at 10 o'clock, which oh, was nice. genius because then he knew I wasn't out Friday night at 10 o'clock <laughs> doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing. Or maybe you called them at 10 o'clock and then you went. I wasn't, I was a good girl, but anyway, yeah, I was very sheltered. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so I kind of, I mean, again, like learning communities aren't, they're not really a new thing. And, and I think people create their own communities or groups or mm -hmm. cliques or whatever you want to call them mm -hmm. more organically. It's just structuring them more intentionally. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I still have a group of friends that I was friends with in college. Yeah that are my girls, yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, we found each other. Right. So I think that happens. But I think tying it specifically to the academics is the real leverage for success. I really do. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, going back to your woohoo I saw, yeah. you have a woohoo banner. Oh, so I have woohoo everything, When you though. say you're the woohoo lady, yeah, yeah. there's, like, a whole banner that yeah. says woohoo. Yeah. I love it. My email is woohoo at wayne.edu. Yeah. Yeah, I changed it. Like three years ago. Yeah. 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 I've just branded myself that now. And what's interesting is, and I did that because, like, especially at orientations or, or open houses where people are coming to campus and they're just getting this flood of information mm -hmm. all at once, there's no way they're going to remember, yep. oh, that's Susie, and she said she could, could, come, could come talk to me about X. Mm -hmm. So I say to everybody... You're not going to remember my name. You're probably not going to remember exactly what learning communities are if you remember that I'm that person. What you're going to remember is hopefully my enthusiasm mm -hmm. and I'm that crazy woohoo lady that said she could help you. So, like, I just presented at Apex last week, the new Apex cohort mm -hmm. that's on campus. Hi, guys. Um, if you're listening. Uh, yeah, I told them about it. So they there you go. It's really oh, cool. Hey. And so I just ran into two young ladies at lunch. And, like... They looked at me, and I was just like, hi. And they're like, wait, are you woohoo? And I was like, yes, learning communities, woohoo, how's it going? Right? Like, that happens yeah. all the time. I'm in the grocery store in Livonia, and somebody's yeah. like, woohoo. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> what do you need? But it's that connection point, yeah. right? It, it's less, it's more, hopefully more approachable. And like, I don't have all the answers, but I'm here to help you, whatever it is. I actually remembered that about you before I actually knew you. Yeah? I was just doing captioning for orientation. Yeah. Because I was just... That yeah. was, like, we had no, I had real, really no connection with orientation, mm -hmm. um, except for that, and I remembered all the woohoo, and then <laughs> I got to know you right. later, because right. I didn't, I mean, like, I, we had no reason, like, we didn't have a learning community in SDS, so, yeah. but, yeah, yeah, I remember that, and I would always walk by Fab and see your woohoo. Yeah. 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 Um, so, okay, cool. That's really cool. Um, did you have another question? Yeah, I was just thinking, like, do you think that students are like when we need learning communities kind of more now than ever because of like 
technology and it's easier mm. to just pick up the, your phone and kind of distance yourself. I think my experience tells me students want that connection mm -hmm. because even when I taught a first-year seminar course for the first time, mm -hmm. I had all my students write down on a survey uh, what they're most nervous about or yeah. afraid about. And 75% of them wrote making friends. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. when I would, like, go into the class, they'd all be very quiet, mm -hmm. not really chatty. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't turn to two people beside them yep. and say, who are you? Yeah. I'm this person, what's your day like today? So, yep. And then they, but secretly, they all want it so bad. So bad to connect. Yeah. So I'm going to, I don't want to go on a rant, because I can. <laughs> and I'm going to sound like, back in my day. <laughs> yeah, but so I'm trying real hard not to go that way. But okay, so I graduated from college in 1995. Okay. So it's a challenge for me to remain relevant and current with, with how things work in our society, especially with technology, right? Sure. Like, I have an iPhone, but I don't know how to use it anyway it's fine um but like i just figured out what vines were this weekend talking to my oh, little no. niece right like and they're already gone they're not a thing anymore. exactly yeah. so i'm yeah. way behind so anyway so I, I i own that and i'm okay with that yeah, um cool. but yeah what i've no noticed specifically is and again this is where i'm gonna sound like you kids young people are i feel like are craving that connection and that is evidenced by how much they're texting, Instagramming, whatever mm -hmm. they're doing these days, it's mm -hmm. a constant thing. They're craving that connection, but it's not a deep and meaningful connection. Mm -hmm. And so when they get in person, from my experience, they freeze. They don't know how to do it, how to talk to people. And so when I say to the Apex students last week, your challenge is to say hello to three new people and they all get, Ugh. I'm like, you don't have to have a conversation if you don't want to. Just make eye contact and say hi and keep walking. Because yeah, mm -hmm. it starts with that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I tell people, like, I will come up to you and give anybody a hug. Like, let's talk about anything. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be learning community stuff. Whatever you need. Because that's so important to me. And I find that we did the same kind of thing at orientation in the last two years. I'd have, you know, 300 students in a room. And we did this activity called Hope, Wish, Fear. Mm -hmm. And it was anonymous, but they had all these boards around the room that just were columns of Hope, Wish, Fear. What are you hoping or wishing for? Mm -hmm. What are you worried about or stressing about? Mm -hmm. And they didn't have to put their names on it. They, I, you know, I wasn't going to be able to tell that, oh, I could tell that's your handwriting. <sighs> and then at the end, I would collect them and look at them. And it was, again, at least 75 to 80% said, I'm afraid I'm not going to make friends. I'm afraid I'm going to be lonely. I'm afraid no one's going to like me. Mm. Right? And so it's it's getting to that connection point, and that goes back to the learning community stuff of putting people into small groups where you have that peer mentor kind of facilitating the connection and, like, this is what this group is for, and I'm here to help you, and we're going to connect with each other, and we're going to go do things together, and, like, it's all about taking this big place and hopefully breaking it down into manageable parts and making it more comfortable. Because when you're comfortable, you're going to be happier and you're going to want to do more and you're going to do more and then it's going to make you better and right. the domino effect of student success. So, right. you know, all the things you want to have. And their parents are worried about that too because then I would take those hope, wish, fear results mm -hmm. and take it to the parent orientation to be right. like, this is what your kids just told me. Yeah. Right? And this is what my job is, is to help them navigate this list. Right. 
So, and the random ones are like, I'm afraid I'm going to fall down the stairs. I'm afraid of going bald. Okay, funny. And my stare thing, I'm like, put your phone down and walk down the stairs. But that's a, you know, separate yeah. thing. But yeah, like, you know, some of it was to be funny, but some of it was like they were being vulnerable. And that's the thing. They're scared. Yeah. They don't know what they don't know yet. They're scared. And I really do feel like nowadays more than ever. Yeah. They need that connection. And I think, too, I don't know how many students know this. I think a lot of staff know this because it's our job. But Wayne State is, like, the fastest improving school in yeah. the nation. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's kind of crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. The number of students graduating is, is improving. The number yeah. of students that are finishing their degree and staying in school. Yep. And by the numbers, you can read about it, like the New York Times, we are the fastest improving school. And I think... Learning communities has like a stake in that. Oh, yeah. Has a lot to do with that. And students, mm -hmm. I want to tell students and explain that to them. I don't have enough FaceTime. <laughs> right. Students, but I think it's really important for them to know that those uh, making connections and finding groups of people who yep. have things in common with you or peer mentors that you yep. can lean on for support. That is like a general direct correlation causation yep. to like your graduation. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a high impact practice. Yeah. That should be recognized like nationally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Learning community. I mean, and there's lots of other ways to get involved and get connected. So I'm not going to say learning communities is the only one. I will say because it's my job, like, it's the best way. But that's a separate thing. It's also the um, easiest way. I mean, like. Because it's part of a class yeah. you need. Right. So you don't have to right. do a separate application. You don't have to, you know, fight for a spot. Yeah. But hopefully, you like. show up to something by yourself. Because yeah. it's yeah. very accessible. Yeah. Right? It is. And we try and spread it out across campus as much as possible. Sure. So, yeah. It's awesome. What's the most. Um, there's a lot of different learning communities. Yes. What is like one that's not that's like how do I don't want to say hidden like, gem. Yeah, like a hidden gem, like the one mm. that's the most like you wouldn't expect, unexpected. That's, <laughs> sorry, Taylor, that's okay. Never to get to the right words. I shouldn't well, be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm biased, first of all, because okay. again, I have a bachelor in fine art in painting. Okay. I'm, a, I'm more of a creative type sure. person, so my tendencies all kind of lean that way so the one that comes to mind all the time and it's one of our smallest smallest size wise but it's been running the longest it's been running for the 12 years we've been doing it and it's awesome it's the english class okay and it's called motown and the global community okay and it takes the art architecture literature and architecture of detroit and talks about how that impacts the world I and how it's amazing <laughs> it's like they talk, so the professor is a world-renowned poet, okay. M.L. Liebler. Shout out, M.L. Um, M.L. Liebler, he's a world-renowned poet. Okay. Um, he is a musician. Um, so, like, he brings in folks from Motown music in the 60s, like Martha Reeves from... Our, oh, Martha. Right? There you go. And she'll talk about how music in the 60s in Detroit, like, was a reflection of the culture at the time and all the stuff going on in Detroit at the time and... And then the evolution of that, right? And then he brought, like, Eminem to class a couple of years ago, and everybody Whoa. freaks out, right? Or he'll take them to the poetry club down the street for a poetry open mic night or a poetry slam and have his students get up and do poetry. Like, it's super cool, right? So 
And then if you're in his class in the winter semester for spring break, they do an alternative spring break and they go to Liverpool in England for a week and do a whole bunch of stuff because he's a huge Beatles fanatic. Excuse and they me? send people from Liverpool here. It's like an exchange thing. And it's amazingly I'm cool. Crying. And yeah. he like he doesn't have money to pay for everybody to go, but he helps them get financial sure. aid to go. That's and legit. it's incredible. So anyway. Does he need people to work in that line? I, I said I know, I'm, I'm first in line if he does. I know I facilitate a different learning community, yeah. but I would like to switch. Right? I'm like, if you ever need somebody to audit your class for you Seriously. or like help you do anything or be a chaperone for your trip, yeah. let me know. Yeah, he's awesome. That's, that's pretty He's cool. awesome. He does a lot of amazing stuff. And there's that's the thing. He's one of 40, and they all do that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. it's really cool because you never know what you're going to get. That's it's really cool. Uh, okay. Did you have another one? No. Okay. I no, don't know no. why I keep looking at you like, I don't know. <laughs> no one can see us. Which we've, we've gone back and forth about having people see us, but I feel like we talk about it and I don't think, I'm not ready. So would there be a camera? vlog instead yeah. of a vlog? Yeah. Well, both. We would probably, yeah, I'm not ready yeah. for the camera ever. <laughs> um, oh, we can do it. You guys are fabulous. I, you could I do it. I think we, yeah, camera. I just think that what we do, what we'd be doing on the camera while we're doing this, like right? we get super excited. Yeah, all kinds. Of, I yeah. had to do, I had to do a video for orientation this year because uh -huh. I can't be at every one. Okay, and it was only like a minute and a half. That's so cool. I just gave my spiel. Right. Oh my god, I'm watching this video going. That's what I look like when I'm talking about stuff. Because I did the whole hand thing and I got yeah. excited and I was yeah. like, woo and I was like, oh my god. So, all the new incoming freshmen, you're welcome. You um, are welcome. Yeah. That's me in a nutshell. It gets easier. Listening to us talk the first two times it was, was really rough. weird. Right? It's like, uh, in, like, they used to make me watch tape of myself for mm. sports and yeah. skating and roller derby, and it was the most painful I could thing. totally imagine you in roller derby. That's awesome. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I played roller derby. Now I just skate for fun. Yeah. I don't have a mean, like, bone in my body. <laughs> Until you get there. Right. My mom the other day was like, you need to get back into, like, the game and playing it. I said, do you remember when my brother, he was four years old, and he would, we signed him up for soccer, and he spent the entire time making dandelion crowns and hugging the other team? I was like, that's me <laughs> on the roller derby track. That's awesome. Just dancing. My coach would be like, stop dancing. That's awesome. <laughs> stop it. Stop that's it right awesome. now. All right. So... Now that we're kind of winding down, tell us what you're listening to, what you're watching, maybe on Netflix, what you do for yeah. self care. Right. That's a we always ask that question. Self care is a huge thing for me because I don't do it nearly enough. Sure. Uh, but I did go get a massage yesterday and it was awesome. Mm, good for you. I don't get to do it nearly enough as I need to, but it's cool. Oh. Um. So again, I'm crafty. Mm -hmm. So crafty stuff is my my me time okay. so I just finished another um I crochet so I just finished another blanket last night yes um yeah that's a de-stressor for me because I can do that like while I'm talking to people and stuff too mm -hmm. um so my husband and I are late bloomers and we just discovered Netflix like around Christmas time okay um so I am Netflixing is that, is that how you say it Netflixing yes, it's a, it's um progressive. friends right? yeah I think so Friends, because I love that show and saw it originally and remember that came out when I was in college, so, you know, there you go. Um, and uh, and Joe watches all the really old TV. Like, we're just using it for reruns. We're not using it for anything new. Um, and then I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. 
Yes. Always and forever. So I just watched all the Harry Potter movies. What house yesterday. do you belong to? I am a Hufflepuff, which I'm going to claim and be proud of. I really yeah. want a Gryffindor like everybody else, but Same. Hufflepuff is cool. I'm in Hufflepuff too. Oh, nice. And I was really sad. Yeah. I was like, I just want to be Gryffindor. Okay? No. Or Slytherin. Like, I'll take, no, Slytherin's too I'll mean. Take, yeah. I'll you're take, not mean. I'll be like the bad guy too. Nah, like, you're good. I'm just not trying to be Hufflepuff. But they, it's kind of cute. What yeah. are you? Ravenclaw. Okay. That makes sense Legit. too. Totally makes sense. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I really want to be Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> but you're too busy being nice and dancing I, in your skates. You can't be Slytherin true. and be dancing in your skates. I want to have like a sneaky streak. That's so funny. Can't do it. Yeah. Same with um, like, did you guys ever watch Divergent? Nope. Okay, so it's a, it's a similar situation. And yeah. so badly I want to be Dauntless, but I was like amity or something. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna work on that. Oh, that's funny. Um, what are you listening to? I am listening to this. I listen to everything. Um, right. Just not usually the extremes of any one thing. Okay. So I will. My I have Sirius Radio in my car because that's my one luxury in life. Nice. And I rock everything from Garth Brooks to to eighties music to okay. whatever. So, but my favorite group of all time is um, Erasure. They're a synth pop group from the 80s, but they're still putting out mu new music, and they're amazing. And I finally got to meet them two years ago, and that was, like, goal. I know. Oh, yeah. love, 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 love. That went on my playlist. Love. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but then I listened to, like, lately it's been Erasure and Bob Marley and then a guy named Raul Malo. Like, cool. just random stuff. Yeah. And I'm reading um, Jodi Picoult's books. I love her. I just mm -hmm. read Small Great Things, and I just read um, Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. There was a book that turned into a movie for her. Yeah. My Sister's uh, Keeper, maybe. Yeah, My Sister's Keeper and uh, uh, In Her Shoes. Okay, so one of those I watched. Yeah. And I vowed never to watch or read anything she ever did again because I couldn't stop crying. Yeah. The, books are, the books are intense. They're yeah, really well written. And... There's always at least one twist. Okay. That you don't expect. Okay. Even if you know going in there's going to be a twist. You don't expect. I've never been able to figure it out ahead of time. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, and I have all of her books. I'm obsessed. Okay. Yeah. She's great. She's cool. great. So, yeah. Cool. That's pretty much it. It's all good. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on our show today. Thanks for talking about learning communities. I love them. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know this was what I was supposed to do with my life, but it is. So, it turned out pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. We talk about that a lot, how right? higher we didn't know when you're younger. We don't say, like, I want to be an advisor. I want to work in <laughs> right? a university. Yeah. Right. It, it just, it works out yeah. somehow. I started off as a secretary, and my goal was to work to live. Yeah. And it's flipped a little bit, but not too bad. Sure. But, yeah, no, like, learning communities is, that's my lane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I found it. It's cool. That's really and we cool. have a really amazing program. I'm really proud of it. You should be. Thanks. People yeah. work really hard. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, it's huge. And yeah. It's so good. I mean, everyone loves learning communities. All the students that I talk to, like, yeah. it's a very passionate group. Cool. I love it. Good. good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, for Thanks sure. Thanks for being here. Woohoo! I think we're going to be off for a week. Yes. At least a week. Probably yeah. two. Probably two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so happy. A break. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July. Actually. Yeah. Yes. Happy Fourth of July. Um, and enjoy the next couple weeks. Yep. Cool. Have a good summer. Be yeah. safe. Yes.